and welcome to another edition of the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. My name is AJ Kearns. I'm your host here each and every week as we do our part to introduce you to the artists and designers from around the world who help bring some of our favorite beers and breweries to life. This week is no different, and it's good. It's a good episode. We got Beeb checking in from Newark, New Jersey. We came to learn a Beeb many moons ago and we tried to connect uh, as we featured you know last week uh, with julia green we have uh Beeb this week and then next week we got kent ambler we're just trying to fix those gaps connect with these artists tell their stories and we're really happy to do that we came to learn a Beeb through the work that he had done for a home brewer who is uh, on the rise sminox brewing down in the uh, dtw kind of the, the dallas area down there in uh, deep in the heart of Texas, and um, yeah, we, we loved his work. We were we were drawn in, and we just tried to to follow along and learn more about Beeb. And we came to learn that he's a, an incredible artist, storyteller, uh, you know, rapper, uh, mogul, uh, media man. I mean, he does it all. This episode is full of it. It just shows that the power of hard work and creativity and doing things for the purest reasons and what can come from that, right? I think that we all do these things, we all do this hustle, we all have things that we're really uh, passionate about. And, you know, what is success? What is fulfillment? What is, you know, making it? And those are all things that we can discuss, negotiate, argue, what have you. But Beeb's purity, the love what he's doing, continue to put out music, continuing to create and, you know, student and learning, you know, his ability to, you know, adapt and come up with, you know, new things that are his, you know, new, new, new strokes and font faces, uh, his ability to, you know, create, uh, you know, realism with it, with his work and then kind of go, you know, in the other direction and go, you know, deep into the art space. It's just a really great episode. And, you know, sometimes when we do these, we try to connect and it doesn't work, but I think episodes like this, were meant to happen now, you know, to see where he's, you know, continues to be and continues to do. So you're saying, all right, you're talking about Beeb, you know, GPC forever, right? Mozambique. And yeah, I am. And if you go to follow him on Instagram, it's Habibo, H-A-B-I-B-E-A-U-X. Bring that little New Orleans uh, love in there, the A-U-X. It's not, you know, Habax, Habi, you know, boy, any of that nonsense. But then, what is going to blow your mind is if you head on over to GorillaPublishing.company. And not Gorilla like the gym, like Gorilla like street, like, you know, uprising, like taking over. And you can go there and you can see all the work that, you know, he's doing, the music that he's creating, the, the collaboratives and, and the team that he's working with. You know, his brother is the, the, the magic man behind that website and just killing it. And uh, some amazing stories about his brother. Uh, jazz fest and, and what's going on and so it's just really kind of a a little insight little opportunity to learn more about Beeb and his story I think his perspective is great and I mean I'm a big fan of his work and I just really love episodes like this because it just brings brings people together and unfortunately where we are right now things are a little uncertain we're going through different phases you know the number of people getting sick wear a fucking mask, uh, continues to go up, you know, by the day, but 
use this opportunity to really appreciate, you know, the good things, appreciate the opportunities that you have to, to be with those, you know, people who are important and special to you. You know, something as simple as just meeting somebody for a cup of coffee at the rest stop, right? Or, you know, catching up with your friend at a bonfire in the backyard. Now, bonfire sounds big and crazy, but just like, you know, you get a little, get, get the, uh, get some wood from the gas station and just have a little fire and just, you know, social distance cocktails and what have you. So I think it's just a, it's a great opportunity. And I think that whenever things normalize and get back to basics, I hope that, you know, like myself, you have a new appreciation for, you know, life and friendships and, and partnerships and, you know, those individuals who, you know, mean that much to you. And I think that it's been a nice opportunity in one sense to, you know, to wean some folks out, but also to kind of celebrate those people. And as we come towards, you know, Thanksgiving and we can talk about its history and, you know, how it's kind of uh, been misconstrued and where it's coming from, that key piece of it is thanks. And they can't, you know, you can't, we can't, we can't take that away. And it's a nice tradition and a nice opportunity that... fucking mask what you should be doing you know go around that table and just tell people what you're thankful for that doesn't change we all can be thankful we can all be appreciative we can all have a respect for each other regardless of who or what or you know who we believe in what we look like who we love and that's that's beautiful right i think that's the key of it i'm thankful for every one of you i'm thankful that you choose to be a part of this community, that you choose to engage and that you choose to support, you know, and I think that we're going to, you know, that encouragement, you know, and that uh, love and support is felt. I mean, just this past week, we dropped a, you know, just simple Instagram post and said that we're going to, you know, we want to do a book and that we don't know what we're going to do, we don't know how we're going to do it and, you know, all the things we've mentioned before, but... We're going to do a book in 2021, and we're going to have that out for everybody, and we're going to try to find a way to make it work. The number of messages that I received from some amazing humans has been everything. It's been everything. And so, thank you. I'm thankful for all of you. I'm thankful for everybody using the hashtag 160ZCanvas and spreading the love, promoting themselves, and promoting others. It's a beautiful time. It's a scary time now. I know that everyone's in different situations, and I don't want to downplay or minimize everything, but, you know, if you're out there and you're in a tough jam this holidays and there's anything that we can do, please, 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 please reach out. AJ at 160zcanvas.com is, that's me. There's, you know, we say us, we say we, we say this big, grand thing, but it's it just sounds cooler. It's really just me, and I care about you, and I care about your, you know, your situation, um, we're discussing doing a kind of a, a beer Twitter, uh, happy holidays, kind of uh, secret Santa connection thing. And so we'll, we'll let you guys know about that. We think it's really important. We'll let, let you all know, we'll let the squad know, the crew, you know, we're working on our pronouns and you know, what have you there. But I just think it's really important. And obviously there may be some of you out there that, you know, due to constraints financially can't participate, reach out. Because it's about connecting people. It's about celebrating people. And again, we can't say it enough. We're thankful for you. We're thankful, you know, that you make time out of your day. Or maybe maybe this is something that you look forward to. And maybe we're bringing you joy. Whatever it is, 
maybe just like my raspy radio voice. Whatever, whatever it is, we thank you and we appreciate you, and we, you know, look forward to what this next chapter brings us together. So, be safe, wear a mask, don't be a stranger. I'm thankful for you and you and you. Fuck you. You're cool. I'm out. Let's hear it. This is the episode you've all been waiting for. My monologue is over. The ramble is stopping. So let's get into it. Episode 174, an episode we thought may never happen. It's happening, and it's coming at a perfect time. We appreciate it. We appreciate you. Here's Beeb, Smidox Brewing Company, who ordered the fries. That's right, folks. Pick them up. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Autocraft Beer Podcast. Very excited to have with us checking in from Newark, New Jersey, the one and only Mr. Beeb himself. We, uh, he's a man, man of the people. We've been trying to get him for a while now. We keep our, our, our waves keep crossing, but we came to learn to be and his, his music and his style and his art from, uh, through Smidox Brewing, which we'll talk about later, but it's all come full circle. Yeah. And so, uh, thanks man. Thanks so much for being here. We really appreciate it. Look, man, thanks for having me. You know, what's up everybody? You know, uh, big, big fan of yours. Uh, feelings mutual, you know, man. I, I've been uh, I've been following for a while now. I just I saw that first can. And I was like, that's usually how it goes. I mean, I hope the beer's good down there. Smidox crew, obviously, you want to send us some and hope the the new brewery goes well. But yeah, I was like, who did that label? And then you know, we went down the rabbit hole and we've been uh, we've been closet following you know all the work that that Beeb's doing. You can follow along with Habibo on Instagram H A B I B. And then that Louisiana way, E-A-U-X. Yeah, A-U-X, the X yeah. is silent, you know? Exactly, so, yep. B-Box. You know, <laughs> yeah, Habibo X, Habibo. Yeah. He hears it all, right? Yeah. Well, you mean, you're making music, so you probably do some Habibi Box a little bit, you know, here and there. But uh, you can also follow along with uh, kind of the, the whole collective and the pun- the publishing company, Gorilla Publishing dot company. I love That's a smooth. Right. I love a smooth domain name, man. That was a, I was a little worried when you tell me Gorilla Publishing. I was like, that could go, you know, one of two ways. But it's yeah. perfect. It's the G U E way too. It's like yeah, so which is good. Right, 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 right. It's like right. the street and kind of yeah, G-rilla, exactly. Know? Yeah, I, I see it. You like that U E, that U E sound. Right, 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 right. A lot. You know, we got a lot of the influence in us. You know, and it comes out in everything we do. Uh, I think if you go to the site, like I said, the site is like a hub for everything, and you should be able to find whatever you need on there, musically, merchandise, uh, and this overall cool format of the website. My brother does a great job. Shout yeah. out to LSP. Yeah, he does a good job. Uh, it's a great. I like that website. That, that used to be my side hustle was websites, and so it's clean. Yeah. It's like nice. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it works. Yeah, he's an exceptional artist himself. You should probably get with him probably after All right. me. So. Keeping the family, dude, that, that's yeah. the easiest work for me yeah. when, when I get the, the recommendations. They make my life easy. So, right, right. so Beeb, tell us, you know, take us a little back in time a little bit. How did you kind of find your creative, you know, your creative style and your, you know, your calling? Because, like I said, Man, music, I art, like merchandise, I... closing, like, I'm going to kick back. Yeah, this is story time with Beeb. So just, yeah, what do you got for us? What? I kind of feel like I've been drawing actually longer than I've been making music, but it always kind of went hand in hand. Uh, we really come from an era where hip hop was like not just one thing, but a lifestyle. 
and kind of, you know, a lot of things, whether it be dancing, whether it be graffiti art is where we all got our true start. You know, me seeing shit on walls and these dudes are using spray paint. That kind of just used to amaze me. So my first drawings were all like of the graffiti style of stuff I was seeing here on the East Coast. Uh, but with that being said, it was a lot of comic book influence. You know, I read some comic books, not really reading them, but looking at the artwork on the comic books. Uh, kind of mimicking that style a little bit until I could get like what I called my hand down and kind of start doing things that way. But in the 90s, it was really straight music. I had kind of gotten off the artwork a bit, you know, because we were doing a lot of stuff musically. And, you know, basically we thought that we would make it. So, uh, shout out to my partner back then. That's D Who. He can also be found on Instagram at Obscene Questions. Phenomenal artist within his own right. But that's what most of my 90s was spent doing. Music. I kind of had the art on the back burner until we started transitioning to like a digital type art form. And then I like, I started seeing what people were doing on the computer and I got more computer literate and to start really teaching myself these programs before any of the tutorials were available. Illustrator, Photoshop, all that stuff is like self-taught. I'm actually now just starting to use it right. I started backwards, but I was producing some pretty good stuff. And uh, the goal is just to progressively get better. You know, doing beer cans is probably my favorite thing to do and also my favorite thing to drink. You know, it's like hand in hand. So uh, just getting all the way here where we at in the future now, a few albums later, you know, seeing that success in music is not always making it, but just doing something that you love to do. Um, me at this point being far more successful at artwork than any music project I ever put out. But I do feel like I give my all to each of them. So nothing is left, you know, skimpy or uh, thrown to the side. Everything is polished. And the point of art that I'm at right now, I feel like, is at kind of reaching that pinnacle of my style, which is always very important to me, not to be like some cookie cutter type stuff. Most of the stuff you see on Instagram is going to be all original, you know, very... I try to keep stuff looking very different from other people and uh, just the practice and the persistence, man, is what gets you, you know, the results that you want. It's not a shortcut to anything, you know, we make decisions in life that we sometimes wish we could take back or didn't realize the decision we were making, but it all culminates into like some dope shit and I gotta wait till I'm like 45. I'll be 46 November 11th. But Scorpios, what's uh, up? Yeah, I'll be 42. That's what's up. Scorpio yeah. season. Yeah, man. I mean, so you know, like all the stuff I just mentioned, you lived every part of that. Yep. So, uh, yeah, because back like that was the first time, with, especially with hip hop, you know, uh, where you know making clothes and really making seeing that you know the 
that they could take advantage of the system in a way and, and have, you know, touch points right. with all of it versus them just being music. And then, I mean, that's really where, when you, with music, merchandise is really where the money's at. That's where you make the money is the, right. mar the margins right. in, the, in the gear and having control of that. So putting out new shirts and, you know, doing all that is, yeah, it was a whole, it was a whole pivot point. I mean, it was, uh, yeah, it, it was a changer. I mean, you really look at the moguls yeah. now and, they, you know, the music is, is completely different now. I mean, people have way more control of their rights and everything. Yeah. Right. Right. It's much, it's, it's much better now, you know, and we were fighting, uh, you know, a really hard battle of radio play or even just to record the music. Right. Yeah. A whole different project. You know? Yeah. Cause you couldn't even, I mean, I guess uh, studio time was like, was a lot was, you know, I, I managed a band. Yeah. And you know, it was that was like that was it. You put all your money in for one album. Now, bands can go in their basement. They, I mean, which is is great. I mean, right. Well, I could sit. I could sit right here at my desktop and record the entire album. Yeah, know? and, and that shit's up on Spotify by the end of the week. You know, even that Spotify, like, iTunes. Yeah, even early know, days of iTunes. Merch. Yep. Early days of iTunes, you had to have a record deal to even get on there. You couldn't even. You couldn't even get your own. You couldn't self-publish and get yourself up there. But yeah, your style. I mean, I really because you're all. I mean, you do a whole bunch of different stuff. I mean, your your portrait work. You do those black and whites, like those are those are powerful. You do those like it's like you you do a you know, photo of me. But then you also going back to your cartoon, you know, growing up. You you have these character styles of, of people, and then you then you go the full cartoon with kind of like your logo and some of the other stuff. So I mean, the versatility and the choices that you're making. You're, you you you. You, you're 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 multi, you're multi-dimensional, which is which is wonderful. I mean, I'm good at uh, you know like real life stuff, uh, you know, drawing stuff exactly the way it is uh, in a traditional sense, but it kind of gets kind of boring to me. That's why you see these exaggerated foreheads or like mm -hmm. uh, over-pronounced noses. And, you know, just weird looking stuff, but it fits anatomically correct. It's just, I like to see it off somewhat because if I wanted to take a picture of something, I could just take a picture. Of it. Yeah. And know? I think a lot of it, yeah, it has like a, and then also with the, the Habibo with like the, you know, you, you talked before about the influence of like Louisiana. You can see a lot of that has the, has you know you you I think one of your pieces is jazz fest, but like it has that jazz fest. You know even the color choices you're making, you know looks like oh yeah the like, whole the whole palette that comes from like riding up and down streets yeah. in New Orleans, seeing yep. everybody's houses. It looks exactly like, like yeah, and green. And shit, yeah, you know? it looks like yeah with the little trumpet. You know what I mean? Like jazz, you know, preservation hall and that whole that whole that whole scene of just you know those band. You know you see them up and down the streets and people coming out for, you know, impromptu dance party and just, yeah. I mean, I remember that was a changer right, for me right, when I got right, to right. see that. It was like, so yeah, I like, yeah, your, your, your art captures like, it still has a little, you know, the graffiti, you know, homage to it, but still, mm. yeah, it's still classic. Well, shit, I want to say thank you for that because uh, that's what I was actually searching for when I was doing it. You know, uh -huh. I tried, I tried to put that in there. So you can kind of have an experience every time you wear the shirt. It's like Mardi Gras time. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I went to Jazz Fest one time. That was like it was it was cool in the fairgrounds during the day, but at uh, nighttime it was that's when it went would go off. Like people just 
every club in the street, you know, the Maple Leaf and everything. And we just, yeah, you know, I, I, I'd have to interject this. My brother LSP also performed at Jazz Fest uh-huh. with the great uh, Alan Toussaint one time. Damn. Uh, there's actually a piece on my Instagram page where I recreated it. So you might want to go back and check that out. Yeah. If I was there, then well, if there, if that, if that, yeah, if I was there for that, the one year I went, my head will explode. But yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't think of the year. I can't yeah. think of the year. is like on, on, it slips my mind right now. But it was the most recent. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Rest in peace, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, you talked about, I mean, what I love is I, when I first used Photoshop, and I'm not an artist or a designer, I just talk to people, and that's how, I, that's how I celebrate the art, but I just remember you couldn't have the things that people can do now with, like, three clicks. Even early days of Photoshop and the tools, it was it was some more, it was it was a lot of work. And so now, I mean, just for, for you to say you learned it the reverse way, I mean, I think that that's kind of why you're so versatile. I mean, you just figured a way to get shit done. Yeah, like like I said, when I first downloaded the program, I had no idea what I was doing, bro. It was yeah. uh, oh, it's so overwhelming. It was kind of like it was yeah. Back then, it was kind of not user friendly at all. <laughs> no, uh, it's been streamlined now to where it's become like people's favorite platform. Uh, but most of my work is done in in, in Illustrator. Okay. So. Uh, that's another pro that's like two different worlds. Uh, I still don't know what I need to know in Illustrator and I'll admit that. And I am going to learn it in and out. I plan to do that. Well, I can't but, wait to uh, see that. Cause I, you, yeah, I wouldn't know. Yeah. And you can go back. It's a July 6th, 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can see his brother rocking out. It's yeah. So now if you're saying you haven't mastered it yet, I can't wait for that. So just let me know when that happens. But are you, how are you doing that? Just with your mouse? Or you do you have a like a pen that you're drawing with? Like oh how? no! Uh, yeah, yeah. We use the uh, the uh, Wacom tablets. Oh, uh, nice. I have kind of like a di- I have a couple of versions of it. Uh, I still don't draw on screen yet because I don't really want to do that. I kind of want to keep it as traditional as I can. In the same note, utilizing. You know, I got a thousand different pen tips at my disposal without moving. So uh, that saves a lot of money. Uh, mm-hmm. A thousand different colors at my disposal. Um, but I like it, you know. I like the control that you have over it, uh, especially in Illustrator. It's kind of like no other. Uh, and I'm like, you know, saying I haven't mastered something is like, I don't believe that I use these programs in any traditional sense. Like a proficient person in Illustrator would probably give me shit, right? Like, dude, what are you doing? What are you doing? Right? But I've been trying to do it the best I know how. And, you know, watching the tutorials, uh, the creative cloud is very good for that, you know? So yeah. It's just time is what it is. If you could bottle some time and just sit there and do it, but you got to live at the same note. So. Yeah. Yeah. I would like the days yeah. to be a little bit longer, but now I'll be working longer. Just like pause it and right, right, learn right. some stuff and get back to it. Yeah, cause, cause if, yeah, they find out that days are 26 or 27 hours, they'd find a way to get us all to work in like three or four hours. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not down with that. <clears throat> right. 
but uh but yeah it would yeah even that even like the videos and people explaining stuff like it's it's when you find somebody who's like you know a couple thousand views that's recording it and you you take something away it just opens up a whole bunch of you know a whole oh, new, yeah. whole new doors you know? one you know one little thing from that tutorial that you you may have been doing the long way the whole time and you know holy shit i never knew i could do that now i'm doing it all the time so that's what i mean about being like more proficient in time when you're doing something for somebody and you're charging by the hour you need to be proficient and try to accomplish the best possible thing in the least amount of hours yeah yeah you know that's that's how i feel yeah, I think I learned like shift and when you're making shapes that they're like perfectly, you know, dimensional. And I was in my head like, I, it, right. like the perfect circle. I was like, what? Or there's one, I forget. <laughs> I, and I forget it every time, but where you make one thing and then you can just hold the button down and drag it and it makes this like multiple instances of the same thing. And I was like, holy shit. Right. I'm right. trying to make like all this, this, this whole world opens up. Yeah. With just a shortcut keyboard. Oh yeah. Right? Oh yeah. That's the shortcut language. And that just makes that just makes you more proficient. Now you make your own presets, you know? I don't know. You, now, just, yeah, you just said some shit. I have no idea what you're you, saying, but yeah, I'm down with that. Right, all right. <laughs> you you make <laughs> you make your own filters now. Yeah. You create your own line stroke. Uh I created my own pen stroke. So the beeb shit just looks different from anybody else. Yeah, and you create your own yeah. font too, right? You have your own font face that you use? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I usually like to handwrite fonts because I don't like to pay people for this stuff. Yeah. And I like stuff to be 100% original. So when I sell you something, it's yours from the image to the font. Yeah. You know, and they, it can all be reproduced. Usually I do an entire alphabet. I, I don't just do like like the letters for the you know right the project right the yeah. project right yeah. i do the whole alphabet and uh you know just just go from there just something that that, that i enjoy doing yeah you know because yeah, i saw on, that yeah on, i think on, on the side on the side you're yeah everything's on the side i mean yeah you're, you're saying time yeah time but i think it's uh i think it was forever or gpc forever the font and it was yeah i liked it because yeah. i had you know, it, was, it was, had the thick line line work. You know, obviously it was hand drawn looking. You know, it had little, had a little uh, Middle East like Asian influence to it. I really, yeah, I, I thought it really worked. So I was, I'm glad to see that you, when you made that. Yeah, that's good. So folks, remember really quick, just uh, Habibo H A B I B E A U X. The X is silent, but then head, head over to Beeb Socks, B E B. S-O-X dot E-C-W-I-D dot com. Get yourself some original work from uh, Beeb and the crew. Then Gorilla with the U-E. There's a lot of great stuff on that site. Yeah, man. A lot of great stuff on that site. Gorilla Publishing dot company. You can get music. You can get t-shirts. You can get original pieces of art. You can probably get in touch with Beeb and do a little commission work. Yeah, I really, uh, I was digging some of the the work there. Yeah, and again, that website looks great too. I mean. You can dive down a rabbit hole and, and see the mixtapes and, you know, old school TV with the videos. Yeah, looks seamless. Yeah, this makes you feel like back in the day with those TVs. We just put out uh, we just put out a uh, GPC collection uh, type keychain. Uh, it might contain about 20 years worth of music. 
Uh, it's on Bandcamp. It has videos. It's a really cool package. Uh, you should go check that out. All right. I like that. Yeah. You know? I, yeah. Check that out. So you're working, you're working in a illustrator. You're, you're learning Adobe all the time. You're, you're making, you're making music. You know, tell us a little bit about, you know, the, the music that you're working on. You know, you're, you're writing, right? And so you have the beats or by uh, pyramid tape. So is it is it just you? Is it a collect? Is it the Gorilla Collective that's that's working on stuff? You know, what's uh, what can folks check out on some of your, on your tapes? Well, we uh, uh, the Gorilla Publishing Company is an actual collective of producers. Uh, we do video, graphic design, of course. Uh, everything is in house. Mixing and mastering is in house. Is done by. Uh, our uh in-house producer which is pyramid tapes right now a new moniker you can also follow him on uh instagram he's been doing some really really gritty work that we like and uh you know over the pandemic i kind of had a studio built in the basement all right so i called him up one day and i'm like man i need some beats and he hasn't stopped sending stuff yet. So, uh, I love we, we released that uh, September the 30th, I think, on like iTunes and Spotify and stuff. It's been making its way around, you know, a couple of reviews. Uh, like I said, it's for the love of it anyway. And just the amount of MCs that I know and overall hip hop heads, it's like a mutual respect thing. And, you know, as long as they like it, I'm kind of okay with it. You know, uh, I did attach some merch to it, a couple of shirts, some, uh, some, uh, stickers, some static cling stickers that I'm going to send you by the way. Oh, nice. I got a few comp ones. Uh, and, uh, we probably, drop something by Christmas time again with a few more artists. Uh, I love it, yeah. Uh, I love it. I mean, the fact you made a studio, let's say, is uh, necessities of mother of all inventions, right? I mean, like, that's where things are. The idea that you can make a studio in your you know, in your basement and, and, and yeah. get, get beats from across the country and put it all together and I don't know, It's uh, it's never been a better time to be an artist and try to experiment with stuff, right? Tw- Ten years ago or whatever, if you wanted to go even do a mixtape or, you know, just drop a song, you know, you've got to give an arm and a leg right. to get that time. And you have to, you know, you, you couldn't do multiple takes. It had to be quick and fresh and ready to go. And so, yeah, I just, I mean, that's, yeah, I got, I've had friends who got signed and then it was like, that they thought that was going to be the end all be all. And then their creative, you know, juices got killed and, you know, their contract right. was up right. and they, and they left and everybody said, what are you, you're nuts. And then, and they put out more music than they ever have because, they can do two songs right, here. Because now, yeah, cause yeah. now it feels good. Yeah. It feels like there. It feels, yeah. Because you could hear it, like the early stuff had that, like, that raw kind of, they needed to make it happen. It was kind of like, mm. they had to, you know, keep the lights on and they got signed and, you know, they didn't get any, they didn't get any richer. The lights, you know, the, they didn't get any, they probably made less margins and then, you know, the music has way more energy now than it ever did and, yeah. That's well, uh, signing a record deal is a very stressful event and yeah. something that I like to stay far away from. So. 
All right. Everyone listening at home, if you want to sign Beeb, you should just stop listening now. He's he's not gonna Yeah, he's, yeah. I am not I'm not interested. <laughs> but I will I will do you some artwork though. So yeah, exactly. Commission that yeah. market at gmail dot com. All right. Well yeah, we'll plug the hell out of that. Now so we, we got on a since you're involved in so many projects, how are you how are you managing your time, man? Like if there's only a certain amount of time in a day, like how are you just how are you how many things are you work well, on unfortunately, at once? Unfortunately, I still have to work eight yeah. hours of that day. Uh, yeah, but you're probably already so, thinking about stuff in your head all day, right? That's how I am. I'm like, all right, I'm here, but I'm not here sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't really want to say it, but I, but I took the job because I really don't have to think too much about it. I can think about other stuff while I'm doing it. So yeah, that's kind of an advantage. But uh, pretty much after work is... Uh, Pretty much go time for me. Uh, there's really no time limit, you know. It could be two o'clock in the morning. It could be three o'clock in the morning. But uh, as long as I'm doing something, I feel like the effort is, you know, well, well put in. I mean, I'm working for myself, so it makes it different. If I was on the clock, it'd be different. I'd be complaining about working long hours, but. Once I'm into the creative space, which is usually at the wee hours of the morning where you have time alone, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's no, it's no time to sleep. You know, you got a lot of time to sleep. Now is the time to be awake and, you know, making it happen. So. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I have, I have the corporate gig and it's, I don't have any, I have no ills to say about it. You know, it, it keeps the lights on it, you know, it, it provides to the family, but it doesn't fulfill, you know, to fill that need. And so, yeah, there's many a nights, especially Thursday nights is my big night. And usually that's when I edit and produce like the episodes and what have you. I'm usually wow. up to, I'm usually up till two, three in the morning. And it's like, I don't even, it doesn't even feel like it. I mean, obviously I feel it the next day cause uh, we're getting up there in age and we don't rebound like we're used to, but yeah, I said, yeah. I have a few and you know, I get into it and like, it just, it's my time to, to be, you know, I have a small little corner of a, of a spare bedroom that's mine, and that's like that works for me. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, and you can't tell I can produce a podcast in my basement, right, or my spare bedroom, and no one knows because I have a, you know, microphones are approachable now. You know, the software is built into the right. Mac. Like it's all there. You know, right, it's right. it's much different. Right it's a beautiful right time. Yeah, yeah. Great time to be alive. Yes, every day, right? You wake up, and you know, it's not everything's mm-hmm. not everything. You know, there's definitely. Uh, some fucked up things going on and some, you know, terrible people out there, but you know, you gotta, you gotta make impact the change and be positive and, you know, and we'll, we'll get there. Things could be a lot worse. Just always remember that. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, right. America's America. The, the bad of America is the, uh, is the five star of a lot of other countries. Right. 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 Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is not, yeah, it's, it's whole, tough. Whole another story. Yeah, we could do that all day. That could be another podcast, right? About the in- inequalities right. and injustices that are not just local and here, but are. I yeah. mean, we we could probably get a few other people I know involved and make a good go at it too. Yep, and that's another thing, right? Like, yeah, that's yeah. Another, that's another project I'm involved in. I sit on the board for a organization called Beer Culture, and you know, it's uh, you know just trying to about change the change the narrative and right. the, the inequality of the you know, of the uh, craft beer, you know, scene, which is, you know, predominantly, you know, male, 
white dudes with beards, right? And so we're trying to change that and trying to, you know, <laughs> coming into it, coming, in, yeah. And it's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's cool. I, I, I mean, mean I, I really like the movement that's going on, like, uh, you know, black brewers right now. I've been seeing that movement, yep. you know, a lot. You know, and I just want to let them guys know that if they need anything, don't hesitate to call. You know, I do work for beer sometimes if it's good. <laughs> yeah, if it's good, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like. And we are back. You're listening to episode 174. The one and only Mr. Beeb himself, checking in from Newark, New Jersey, keeping it down, multimedia, multifaceted, with just a great perspective for for life and creativity and, you know, just in his natural flow, just giving love and shout-outs and appreciation for all of his crew. Folks he doesn't know, folks he's met, paths crossed, and just what gets us here and I think that's just uh, I don't know you can just hear it it's just it reminds us a lot of me he's got a lot you know his affect is a lot smoother you know it's kind of uh, you know between he and I there's a lot of uh, empty space but then on top of it I would like to apologize when we do these and we've mentioned it before we listen to these probably two three four times and there's just a few spots and you know I try to edit it to make it look less than it was where I just kind of probably snipped a couple stories and kind of uh, spoke over Beeb, so I just wanted to uh, publicly apologize for that. If you saw his uh, bio picture that he sent me, it's it's him with this big-ass chocolate cake, and uh, I think I missed the opportunity to ask about that because I was uh, too busy talking and over-talking himself. But I just, yeah, I, I, I appreciate how he looks at things. I appreciate the music that he's doing. I think it's great. You know, we're going to play a track at the end of the episode. I think that would be, you know, got to support. And I think that's what's important. Not only is, you know, Gorilla, you know, publishing company making music so, you know, Beeb and, and the crew can do it, but, you know, just the, the number of folks that they're collaborating with and making music together, you know, is, it's it's beautiful. I mean, that's, a, there's really no other way to say it. I think, collaborations whether they're in beer or podcasts or, or partnerships or what have you i think two people coming together for you know sharing the same energy and trying to create something together is a it's just a wonderful fucking thing and i think that you know thankfully through technology and through you know advancements things are a little more approachable you know, I think that, you know, once you have more uh, inclusivity in, in technology and, you know, social and in life, I, I just like to, I don't want anyone to miss out on an opportunity to make something beautiful. You know, whether that's a, a, a cure for cancer or a new track or just a, a mural or something beautiful, making things available to people makes the world a better place. And that's what we say, you know, through art and through design, our guests be make the world a better place. And that's what I'm saying. And that's what we do each and every week. And again, this is our, um, I don't know if this is our Thanksgiving episode or our pre-Thanksgiving episode, but I just think that the glass half full of COVID, which has just, you know, been garbage. 2020 has been a dumpster fire. 
but you appreciate things. You know what you know what you're missing. You know what you know. You know who's important to you. You know who's checking in on you, asking just how you doing. Because you also see the other side of it when people have nothing to gain, right? Are they checking in? They they seeing how things are. They wonder what you're doing, how things are. You know your sanity. Remember, we you know it's not Mental Health Awareness Month, but you know you got to check in on your fr- you know your friends, your crew, your family, people you love, and just let them know that you love them. Let them know they're not alone. Let them know there's somebody there who will be there for them, masked up and all, if anything happens, and if they just need somebody to talk to. I'm here. If you're listening to this and we've never met, if you're part of, you know, Beeb's crew of the Gorilla, you know, publishing company, or you just randomly, you know, got connected to a random podcast or you'd listened a year ago, my name is AJ. I host this podcast. I care about you. You're important. Please get in touch if there's anything I can do to help you and yours during this tough holiday season because those of us that are coming out on the other side will be stronger for it. It won't be easy. We may have to rebuild, but that is possible. And, uh, you know, through community, through believing in each other, there's a lot, you know, there's a lot of things that we can do and we will do that. So I think this episode is a, is a positive episode. You know, I think it's just really just to show, you know, even Beeb's appreciation for the programs and the, the learning and the, the shared knowledge and just, you know, those uh, in his crew and just hear him talk about his brother and, you know, that the piece he did about his, you know, brother at, at Jazz Fest. Um, it's just it's just wonderful. And I think that, uh, you know, as we just said, it's a, it's a wonderful time to be alive and I, I appreciate each and every one of you. And so uh, let's get back into it. Part two, Beeb. The one, the only. Smithox Brewing Company. You need to lock Beeb down as the artist, the resident, you know, the resident artist. Well, not resident. I don't know if that means he has to live in Texas, but uh, you know what I'm saying. Who would the fries? Pick him up. Bing. Right, yeah. Right, yeah. Right, yeah. Right. So, all right. Yeah, so that's a good transition. That's a good transition. How did you... Uh, how did you team up with the, you know, we came to learn of you from Smith Ox. How did you kind of learn, how did you come to team up with them? Well, the, well, the homie hit me with, like, a batch of brew one time, and I'm not even going to front. I was skeptical. Yeah. Like, ah, man. Like, uh, I don't know, you know, but, man, he sent me some fucking, out. oh, I'm sorry. He sent no, me some. No, you can curse all you want, man. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> Say the fuck you he want. sent me some. He sent me some quality shit, man. And uh, ever since he sent me that first batch, I was kind of like, I was kind of like on him. <laughs> yeah. To do what some else you need? What else shit, you need? Man. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, it's good to see that the brother is doing well right now, and I think he's actually going to start the brewing company. So. Uh, I'd hope to be like the lead artist at Smithox Brewing. Uh, well, yeah, because when this know, goes live, could, when this goes live, it's going to say it's going to say Smithox. So they'll get look at they'll you know they'll get some they'll get some promo from that. But yeah, they're right now a home right. brewer, right? right? And uh, we've never we've never tried the beer. We don't do that. You know, you're not the brewer. Right. The reason we're talking is because of your artwork, and it's been you know I think it was the uh, short order reporter. Yeah, that one. Was oh yeah, great. that's that's like one of my favorite uh, cans ever. Yeah, cause like that, it literally is everything you talked about. It's got a cartoon vibe. It looks like it also has like photo. You know, it looks like a real person, but it's a, accentuated a little bit. It's telling a story like a comic book. 
I mean, yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, it's killer. Yeah, that's kind of one of my favorite cans. Uh, he did another, like, another collaboration. Uh, the name of the beer was Tall Order Porter. Oh, okay. And it's Smidox Brewing and Strange Brew. At Strange underscore Brew underscore. Okay. Uh, they they did a collaboration. And that cover is actually pretty high up on my list. Uh, as, uh, cans. That's right. It was posted by me on February the 24th. Okay. 2019. Yeah, all the, yeah, the labels you've done. And there's and you're talking before about multimedia. And we'll get back to Sminox in a second. But there, I've, I should have mentioned before, but the kind of the, the baseball card video you did, like where you're like, I mean, you talk, I mean, Folks, look it up. You'll see it's like it's Beeb is like a, a Mets player, which I'm a Phillies guy, but we can get along. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, that that song is actually uh, like lightly. You'll hear like some uh, Dwight Gooden references in there. Yeah. Uh, you know, kind of. You know, and shout out to Dwight Gooden, man. By far one of my favorite uh, players ever. Uh, oh, he man. should be a big baseball guy. Those yeah. days, I don't know how those people are. I don't know how they, you know, the whole Mets team is alive right now. I mean, that, that's some stuff. Jesus, man. Jesus. I, I, uh, I, I don't think it was Doc. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it was Doc Gooden yeah. or uh, Dallas Strawberry, but one of them got so fucked up during the day like, when they won the series. They were at someone's house, like you know, their their dealer or their like their party house, and they were watching the parade on TV because they were just so out of it. They were like, "Oh man, look at that!" And they're like, "Why aren't you at the parade, man? Why aren't you?" He's like, "Oh shit, I forgot." Yeah, he played through, played through a little too much, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah, but my uh, my uh, brother actually edited that video. Oh, it's it's uh, yeah. So yeah, you're saying about your brother doing the website? Yeah, that's a it's seamless it's like it's pretty amazing i was I, I yeah it looks it's really incredible yeah his 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 video work is uh you know absolutely dope yeah yeah uh, i think that's an understatement you know, it is yeah phenomenal, it, it is phenomenal say, yep uh, it is great yeah he's done some he's done some good things you know he's made us look real good hmm yeah, keeping the family. That's a good. That's a secret. That's a secret. Yeah, it's a play right there. I was. Yeah, I was blown away by that one. It just because it has a nostalgia vibe to it, and then it's uh, then it's you know the baseball court. Yeah, it was great. So, so you team up with Smith Ox. He sends you some beers, and how do you how do you guys come up with the the label work, or how do you what's the kind of the process there for, you know? Well, uh, well, uh, Smith Ox. Uh... He's a very he's a very comical guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he likes he likes a lot of funny stuff. The short order porter was actually a uh, was like a take on a. Uh, you remember the show In Living Color? Oh yeah. Oh, who ordered the fries? Who ordered the fries? Like, Pick them uh, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he sends me like a screenshot of like Tommy Davidson playing that character. And he's like, yeah, man, I want to do something like this. Who so, <laughs> on the fries? Like, Pick them up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was so good. So, so, of course, after I watched, like, the full episode, I'm like, all right. <laughs> he was uh, like, yeah, he was, cr- he was like cross-eyed too, right? He had, like, big glasses. Yeah, and- yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, like, <laughs> fucking 
pop up out of nowhere. And yeah. shit. Hilarious shit. Oh man, that show was like way ahead of its time. That that was way ahead of its time, man. Oh, yeah. oh that is good. Shouts out to the Wayans brothers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening, Wayans brothers, give us a call. Yeah. I'll put you in touch with Beeb and uh we'll do it up. Mm-hmm. But uh all right, so 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 he cracks so he has had some jokes and some tongue in cheek stuff and then he calls you up and you bring it to life. Is that basically how it works? Yeah, that's basically it. I mean, you know, we text back and forth, uh maybe throughout the week something you know if he has a certain deadline or when he wants to cancel and stuff you know but uh most of the stuff is like at at our leisure mm-hmm. you know we just come up with uh he actually he's actually started doing a little bit of illustration of his own he's still uh he's still he's, he's still amateur uh probably gonna kill me for saying that <laughs> yeah i didn't touch that like uh, uh, yeah uh, 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 his uh you know, we done some uh, cool, you know, funny looking stuff, and uh, you know, I I appreciate the effort. You know, uh, but uh, yeah, I look for a lot more things to come in the future from him. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you go to Sminox S M I T T O X Brewing Co on Instagram, looks like they're uh, they're planning they're planning to make it happen, which is pretty pretty great. Out in the Dallas Fort Worth area, yeah. which is great. I think that would be uh I think that would be phenomenal. I think it's really important. Um, you know. The people the people selling the beer look like the community they're in and just kind of uh it's a, I mean I like the I like the logo too. I mean it's, I don't know how the beer tastes, but I would love to that's yeah. If you're if you if you're vouching for it, then uh I'm gonna I'm gonna order up some Yeah, man, short you order should order. Uh, yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. That's 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 actually one of my favorite uh of the brews. You know his short order porter is phenomenal. Uh, now you know, he makes great stouts as well. Oh yeah, that's my jam. Especially now it's getting cold. Yeah. I'm all, I'm getting ready for oh, that. Oh man, yeah. that's my thing right now. You know. Oh good. I'll send you some. We'll we'll we'll, we'll, nah. we'll yeah. I got some stuff in the basement. It's like yeah, we're good. Oh, oh shit! Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. especially better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've been uh, trying to collect. Uh, yeah, got some friends around the country that sent me some different versions of uh, "Black Is Beautiful." Got some with like maple syrup in there, and yeah, oh yeah, that's my oh, nice. that's that's nice. my jam is maple syrup and, and coffee stout with maple syrup. Boom. So yeah, Sminox. Oh. Uh, yeah, I saw theirs had like some cinnamon, and looked that looked pretty good too. So, say so, I was gonna say, were, yeah. you, were you a beer guy beforehand? Was that part of the the beef repertoire? We oh, had- yeah. Yeah, we, I mean, he'd always send me, like, other beers from his area that I couldn't, yeah, that's you the know, best. that they did, didn't sell here locally. Uh, and, like, you know, that's how that relationship kind of developed. I've always been a, I was a huge beer drinker, you know, if anybody knows me. Um, you know, uh, Big IPA fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, big, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of the 120. Oh, wow. You're going, uh, you're going the, big, uh, little dogfish? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, that's, my, that's, All right. that's my vice right there. That puts some, yeah, put some hair in your chest. That's got some, yeah, it's got some bites <laughs> <in> it. <laughs> it's, def- it's definitely a sipping beer. Shout out <laughs> yeah. to them, too. Yeah, that's definitely a sipping. Yeah, I remember that first time I had. I was like, yeah, I like. I think the seventy-five. I think that was that was that was a good one. And then they did like some weird. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, the 90 and then like a 91. Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, when you get all the way up, it's kind of, uh, yeah. 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 Yes, sir. So what's, uh, what's in the, you know, what's, what, what products are you working on now? What's, uh, what's the, you know, what's Gorilla Publishing working on now? What's, what's, what can we expect? I think you said you teased some music maybe by the end of the year, some new tunes. You know, what yeah, we'll be putting out, uh, there'll be another Pyramid Tapes collaboration by Christmas. Um, uh, we have another album featuring uh, LSP. Uh, my, my, my good friend Lyrical out of uh, New Orleans, phenomenal MC, and me, of course. Uh, that should be coming out soon. Uh, LSP has his solo project, which is uh, pretty much done right now. Uh, that that he's really trying to trying to see how he wants to put it out on USB or cassette, you know, so we're, so we're doing that. Uh, man, this, a lot of our affiliate uh, MCs are doing stuff, so I just stay tuned to that GPC page and uh, yeah, and you'll be, and you'll be fully updated with everything. All right. So I, I I feel like that's because I could I could be missing so much stuff. You know? Yeah, I I I'm kind of I feel like a kid in a candy store because I didn't that wasn't on my uh, list of links for you. So when you dropped that before, now I'm kind of no offense, I'm trying to pay attention to you, but also I'm like it's visually appealing, so I'm kind of looking all around. So it's a good you know it's uh, like I said uh, that was a that was probably my first creative hustle was uh, doing websites for folks, and this this is really great, especially with the all those, you know, the mixtapes you're literally talking about, but then the visually of the tapes, you know, I don't even think people appreciate those. You know, that was that was a whole that was a whole nother level of just trying to record music off the radio and you know all that stuff. When, you know. Right, 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 right. Whole different time oh, that people man. don't even know nothing about. Yeah, oh, you just hope you'd hope that they would play it and then you catch it and you couldn't uh, ed- you couldn't edit it and you get the stupid intro or you get like yeah you miss it yeah but. So, so so horrible to listen back to. Uh, right, yeah, because you would never really listen to it either. You maybe listen to it once, uh, this, and then that would be it. And you'd be like, oh, I got it. Right, right. You couldn't index it. You wanted to copy it. You're like, yeah, you didn't want to uh, high-speed dub it. We used, to record, uh, we used to record Stretch Armstrong show on, I think it was like Thursday nights back in the 90s when it was really... Oh. Yeah, you know, you'd find you one. Just, you'd find you one press, state. You just yeah. press record and just go to sleep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah I, this story we tell before, and it's it doesn't make me sound very cool, but like in college, you, when I first got one on computers, you'd go to like you'd start a download of a song, and then you go about your day, and you come back six eight hours later, and maybe you had two songs. Like you know, and now I can Jeez. download. Now I can download you know every album from an artist on my phone before you know before I leave the room or while I'm talking to you and it's like, it, it's mind blowing. It's, it's like instantly, you yeah. know, like having iTunes now is like, I can listen to anything. Yeah. At, you know, just, uh, you know, not even holding any physical CDs. Or that is the only, that is the only thing I miss. I do miss that. Like I just miss like, 
going, you know, saving your money and going to the record store or going like Tower Records and rifling through and, you know, you take it and you, you, know, you come home with it and you, you put it in and like read the liner notes and see the artwork and stuff. So I do miss that part of it. That, that, that to me was has never, yeah. nothing's replaced that, but I take, I, I, getting access to everything outweighs it for me. Yeah. Oh, well, what I don't miss is carrying like a book bag of CDs. No, at all. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you're like, you're talking about with all your brushes, right? I mean, that you, you can never, you can never do that. You know, it was like, right, right. right. It's like pick three and that was it. And yeah, everything was like a choice. Now it's like, you know, the abundance, you're not limited by choices. You still have to make the right one, but at least you have them all there. Oh, yeah. And, and you still have to do quality stuff. That right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think you saying you make your own fonts and stuff like that. I mean, I, I, that, I mean, for folks listening, that's a subtlety. I think that maybe, you know, depending on who you are, or why you listen to this podcast, you might not appreciate that, but the folks do, I mean, topography is one of my favorite things, period. And so, you know, growing up, yes. yeah, growing up, I mean, I, it's like these things I look back on and maybe I, maybe I planted a seed that I wasn't aware of, but I remember vividly in Philly going, taking the L, I, you know, I had to go to the eye doctor. It wasn't again, not cool, but like there was a stretch of, you know, miles on the, on the train, the L that was just amazing graffiti, but it was, and it was even cooler because when I, as I grew up to learn that that wasn't allowed to be there. And so like for that art to be right. so amazingly right. done with that level of precision, color and energy and done in a gorilla way. Right. And it was like, that was, that to me changed everything. And then, you know, that, I mean, I never, I never had the balls to do it, but I just always amazed by it. Mm -hmm. And so, now that it's kind of like and i think you i think you just described my attraction with seeing it uh but we were you know we were doing it in the 90s you know uh, yeah we were we did actually go out with cans and stuff. i think it's yeah they can't i can't get in trouble yeah statue of limitations is up on that you're good yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're yeah, good. yeah. But, uh, it's art we're just hyperbole we, uh we definitely, you know, took some journeys out and uh, saw some things and wrote some stuff. So. Yeah, you'd see these tags. Wonderful, wonder, yeah. wonderful experience, man. Yeah, you'd see you these know, tags and they would be, yeah, and they'd be in places that logistically you were like, not only was that done in the dark at night, but it was dangerous. Like, it was like right. dangerous. I mean, yeah, you see some of this, you know. There's a you know the yeah. Shepard Farley documentary which is really good and there's some other good graffiti documentaries but like it's just yeah it's just amazing because not only were they just doing it I mean some people did shit work and then you know like you were saying before it's still gotta be quality they were just throwing up I mean it looked like throw up but like when you saw these big big pieces and realizing that it was a whole crew of folks you know the dude who's the dude who's keeping watch was just as important as the person who was uh, you know putting it up there and it's yeah it's just it's still to this day this is amazing to me. Word. So, so you've got some, you know, you've, you've had some experiences, you've had some journeys, you know, we asked kind of like if somebody was starting fresh or, you know, coming up, what, what kind of advice would you give to somebody about, you know, making a, you know, going forward and making a career out of, you know, art or, or music, you know, it's, uh, it's definitely not, you know, it's not for everybody and it's, uh, it's not easy. Well, well man, it's, it's definitely not for the guy who wants to make a huge amount of money at once. Uh, it's definitely not for the guy that wants to be something overnight. Uh, but it is for the guy who 
is creative and you know with access to everything being so easy now it's easy to get distracted on you know uh different things uh we used to have to actually sit down and draw with a pencil uh and and actual paper and you know it was just different but the only advice i could give to a newer artist in this age is just to find your uniqueness and expand on that and you know try to be different because that that's really what makes art great different way three people will draw the same thing, but it'll look entirely different. So that's the thing I like about art. Nothing is really bad. There are some sensational pieces, you know, things that you can't overlook, but nothing is horrible uh, if you feel like it's original and it's your style. You know, so style to me is very important. And that goes with music, that goes with how you wear your sneakers, your hat, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Just have some kind of style about you uh, Yeah. that people can recognize. Yeah, I love that. That'd probably be yeah. my advice. Yeah, I love that. Like, we always just, yeah, I mean... You know, we could we every we could sit every guest, we could ask them a question or give them an assignment and say, draw, you know, draw the sunset or, or draw happiness or whatever, you know, a couple of times we, right. over the last few years, we, you know, uh, one of the artists has like, they do ink, Inktober is a popular one, but kind of the idea is, uh, we call it like, you know, doodle or die. And, you know, for a month, mm-hmm. it's a different, you know, keyword. And it's just, I mean, like you're saying, if you think it's good and you're passionate about it, and you do your own thing, like they might, you might not get put up in a museum or get your own show or whatever that, wherever that level of, success or quote unquote successes to you, but it's amazing to me how everyone can interpret that one word or two words and come off something completely, completely different and unique. And that's always like one of my favorite things is just, we could all right. look at the same right. sunset and come up with completely different stories or pictures or just even ways to describe it, you know? So it's great. Yes. Yes, sir. So last but not least, this is going to be a good one for you because of, you know, of your, your musical background. But we like to ask when you're creating or just kind of in that, in that place, you know, what kind of music you listen mm. to? What are some of your favorite artists? Other, uh, other, other than, other than Beeb himself. <laughs> man, I could go from like, yes, Ray La Montagna to, uh, yes, I said Ray La Montagna. It's right, yeah. To, uh... Ray, that no, Ray Lamontagne is when we, when we had our first song. Uh, our first song was a preemie, and we have two albums that we listen to in the wait, hospital. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, yeah. how do you how do you pronounce his name? Ray Lamontagne. Montagne. I'm sorry. He has a Don't song be... called Trouble. <laughs> I mean, we are. Man. Yeah, that record, Trouble. We we dope, we listened man. to two. Uh, yeah, his stories about like heartache and love and drugs and just you know being a good person and being a bad person someday like that record trouble right. is as good as it gets for me because right, we, right. when you have music and it takes you to a place that record and then there's another one but we listened to that because we were in the hospital for weeks and he was like three pounds and it was it was beautiful it was awful but 
Oh, man. Wow. It was probably like a tearjerker, too. Yeah, he's 10. I mean, he's 10. He just turned 10 a couple weeks ago. So, like, I mean, yeah, that story is a happy ending and we're all good. But, like, when you hear certain songs and boom, it takes you away. Like, so, so you're going, all right, so you're going Ray LaMontagne. What else you got? Uh, I can go from there. Yeah, all the yeah. Way I'll take if you like, give me five to fifty. I'll sit here all night and hit record. I mean, this is my this is my this is a question that I ask for the artist, but I go and I add all, all right. these songs to my Spotify, and I I get turned on to new mm. music. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm going to go to GorillaPublishing.company, folks. You should go there too. Backslash artist. There's tons of great stuff there. Stream, support your local artists. Support your just support art in general. But yeah, so we got that. Yeah, we'll definitely gonna be doing that a little bit yes sir yes sir definitely definitely a rabbit hole that you want to uh, yeah yeah down. i said that website is with the mic the tapes how they sit the, oh yeah it's so clean they're all spaced out nice like I, I could for days you will not be disappointed yeah and if you're if you're looking at it and you're probably in your like 35 or less age-wise that's a tape player and we were kids. <laughs> you had to put a tape player in, and that was how you listen to music. It was a, it was a. You actually, you actually had to rewind it to hear <laughs> yeah. it again. Oh yeah, you rented, Crazy, video, right? you rented videos, and you couldn't, and like they would, they would dock you money if you didn't rewind it. Like it was a whole thing. Oh yeah, I do remember that. Be Please be Brian rewind. rewind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when people of my age makes me feel makes me feel good, babe. <laughs> it makes the makes the conversation well worth it. Yeah. All right. So you're not getting off the hook, though. You better go down the rabbit hole. And what else you got for me? Because this is, yeah. Well, shit, man. There's like, uh, man. There's like Ice Cube in that uh, same sense, that complete next. There could be uh, Outcast next. There could be like Benny the Butcher to get more. Mm-hmm. Uh, current it could be like freddie gibbs i've been watching i've been listening to a lot of freddie gibbs lately okay uh gibbs is dope mm-hmm. uh i actually been doing a lot of a, a lot of work to that uh they have the uh mad Lib album it's uh kind of classic to me but uh man it's just like you know my playlist is extensive to Smashing Pumpkins, 1979. That's shit. Uh, that's just dope late night. When you're doing line work. hmm Uh. But yeah, I'm a fan. I'm really like a fan of everything, man. Yeah, me too. Uh, damn. You know, it's just like so many. It's like drawing a blank right now. But. Oh. Well, yeah, well, uh, those are those are good for now, and we'll. Uh... Because we also like the feature of the artist. Oh wait, I, wait, wait! I can't forget like the likes of Capone and Nor- Noriega, you know, uh, UGK, uh, Ghetto Boys, Too Short. Uh, you know, lot of lots of hip hop on on the playlist, but uh, you know, whatever, man, whatever mood, you know, I just hit random and. Sometimes I surprise myself with it. Oh yeah, that's Actually, the best because we take because we take all the because this and we got to update it. We're probably like a season or two behind, but we take all the answers that folks give to this question and we create. We have this Spotify playlist. It's like seventy five hours, and it's like uh, you know we call it like sixty ounce canvas radio. And but 
the whatever spot like because Spotify tries to like figure out what you are and they put you in this algorithm and I I just like the fact they they have no idea what I listen to but it's so great because it's I'm completely over, all over the spectrum but that's the best music I love finding a new new artist who I just can't get it you know can't get enough of and so yeah we've been we've been put pretty blessed with you know with that and uh, yeah I think yeah it's so great because you can take one song from this artist and then it, it recommends another song for you and then or, or someone like yourself recommends it and you know four hours later you know you're 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 happy you're, you're, you're still feeling pretty good about life and things are good so yeah right right well be i i'm glad you know we tried we tried this a few times it didn't work out you know doing it now is perfect it was meant to be now and i appreciate Yo, i appreciate all is, the hard work you're doing is, yeah I, I thank you man this is definitely fun you know i don't get to reflect much right? interviewed a lot yeah. you know yeah. uh breath of fresh air well good. i hope that when you listen back i mean I, yeah yeah, I hope I was, you know, interesting. Uh, yeah, stop that. Yeah, stop. You no, know, people say all the time, they kind of <laughs> do know, because it's like, you, yeah, when you start, you kind of get a little worried, and then you get in your zone, and then when you're done and realize you talked about yourself for like an hour, then you go, oh, shit, like, I hope I said something yeah. interesting, and that's common. But then when you listen back, you'll realize how hard you've worked, you know, where you've gotten, you know, how much people appreciate what you're doing and how what you're doing is true to yourself and unique and creative and inspiring and that's that's really all we can ask right i think that that's why we do this is to get connected with people like yourself you know i hope when all this is over that you know we can all get together and you know have a few ipas and you know shorten you know short orders and and you know and just celebrate you know but your story your story will inspire people beep i can guarantee that so i appreciate you and Yo, all man. you're doing man thank you man uh and uh, i look forward to hearing it you yeah. Know, uh, keep it pushing with your podcast. You know, definitely dope. Yeah. I I I tune in when I can. You oh, know, I appreciate you. It, yeah. You have good artists up there. You know. So. Yeah, I got some stuff. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll offline. We'll, I'll get your address. I got some stuff for you, and we'll. Uh, yeah, we'll keep in touch. If anything I can do to support you and Gorilla Publishing, you know, always keep me in the loop. Add me to the mailing list. Whatever it is you need, and uh, yeah, you're part of the crew. And uh, you're part of our collective, and uh, yeah, that's how we do. You know, we help and support each other. Oh, so man. I appreciate it. Cool. I I extend the same to you and yours, brother. All right, man. Be safe and tell the fam I said hello, and uh, we'll talk soon, man. Okay. All right, bro. All right, Peace. thanks, babe. Peace. All right. Cool. Yo yo. And there you have it, folks. Episode 174 is officially in the books, featuring the one and only Mr. Beeb himself, representing Newark, New Jersey. Working hard, crushing it on all platforms, all multimedia aspects. Make sure you head on over to GorillaPublishing.company. Gorilla, like the street, like being aggressive, like an uprising. Yeah, not that zoo monkey shit, right? I think that's what's really great about it is the fact that that website is incredible. You know, uh, his brother is just doing, you know, killer work. You know, the two of them are kind of just like this two-headed, you know, machine that are just pumping shit out. Music, great beats, great story. You know, yeah, it's just, it is a, these episodes come to me and I, and I, and I find stuff that, that speaks to me and speaks to my soul and 
gets me at times when you know I need it most, and uh, I hope that you take away the goodness that I feel in talking to Beeb, hearing his story, hearing how hard he's working. But you know the advice he gives, the honesty he gives it with, right? I think that you know if I thought that, let's just say from speaking for myself, if I thought that let's just say you know podcasts were going to be you know anything and make you know keep the lights on and do anything i probably would have quit around season one but we're at the tail end of season 15 and we're just doing it for the right reasons and you know obviously i don't think you know if you're thinking for a way for uh you know me and beeb to collaborate with you and you want to uh pay us you know truckloads of money we're not foolish and saying we won't take it but we're not going to stop doing what we're doing because you know there's not a lot of zeros at the end of anything and I, yeah, I just do it because I hope that, I mean, I, I truly believe in, in my heart of hearts and, and in my soul that, you know, art and design and being creative, you know, makes the world a better place. You get to connect with people that you maybe you didn't know before, you know, sorcery is a thing, you know, you get to just really understand and learn and perspective, right? You know, people use art to tell stories, to, to share their pain and their 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 happiness and their uncertainty. And there's, there's a lot of that right now. And, you know, no one has the answers. You know, one answer, obviously, is just to wear your fucking mask. But, um, I mean, the fact that I'm a grown-ass man, right, and thank everybody for your love on, you know, this past week for my birthday. You know, there's still plenty of time to get some, you know, gifts in. But uh, what... What is this ridiculous? I'm now 42, and the fact that I'm here telling you to wear a fucking mask over your face so you don't kill your other members of your family or your community, and people think it's some bullshit made up when almost, you know, a third of a million, a quarter of a million, whatever percentage of a million people in this country have died. You're a selfish, selfish human being, and so we need to fix that. So we celebrate people, we empathize with people, we listen, we learn, we love, we like, we, yeah, we just take it all in because it could be a lot worse. And some days it feels like that, but let's just do our part because just think, the party that, you know, Beeb and Gorilla Publishing is going to throw when, you know, 2021 gets normal, it's going to be incredible. And I just want to make sure I get myself an invite to that party because I just want to make sure that we're building something special and we appreciate each other. Not agree, appreciate, respect. Yeah. Just do it. So, episode 174, here we are. Episode 174. 74 is not a prime number. This is a great episode. Let's celebrate B. Let's celebrate his story. Let's celebrate his journey. Remember, head on over to gorillapublishing.company. Gorilla like the street, like an uprising, like passion, not like the zoo. But make sure you head on over there and just, just support. So we love what Beeb's doing. We love this work. We're looking to we go back and forth on the, the merch and which one we should get. Uh, so, you know, look, look for that order coming in soon, Beeb. But... I just wanted to, you know, back in the day, you know, we had the the radio show and we would we would take huge pride in promoting artists that maybe nobody had heard of or you just weren't familiar with. And so I hope that maybe, you know, you get turned on to the work that, you know, Beeb and his crew and everybody's doing. So 
This one is 30. It's uh, written and performed by Elohim and S. Habib, which is Bib himself, and it's recorded in loop by Prospect, and you can find it on their website, gorillapublishing.company backslash 30, but it is our pleasure and our appreciation and our honor and with much respect to debut here at the 16-ounce canvas, 30, 30 for you, right here, right now. Enjoy. Now we have the star of the evening who has been sitting, listening attentively, getting a wonderful reception here. Tremendous enthusiasm from all sides of the house who has been listening to the arguments. Now we'll bring the voice of actual experience to the debate. Good evening. <laughs> I, um, yeah. I find myself not for the yeah, first yeah. time. And um, the position Yo. of a kind of Jeremiah. Yo. Yo. Ten years later, still coming back at you from the same Crescent City, less a few racist statues. The land of tall cans, open hands and face tattoos. Let me hold a dollar, man, I can't hold a shit as past due. They roll right past you, all that throw me something mister. Remind me of the days when you had to call them mister. Mister this, mister that, mister black is back. And that's a matter of fact, like where they at, get the gap. Casual efforts make magic a reference How we put in the work is no promise for breakfast Trauma's electric, the city skeptic, eclectic Walk, spark on this reference, embark on this epic LSP rep it, GPC necklace Holsters where the text fit, raw loop specialist Buku references, proof through the sevens live Hanging in confederates It comes as a great shock to discover that the country which is your birthplace, has not in its uh, whole system of reality evolved any place for you. Strangers knocking at my door, man Land of the rich, but I'm living like a poor man Everybody trapped, same motherfucking flow plan Niggas will adapt, those I rap to, my co-fan Stances, answers, ain't in Bible or in Koran No permanent, no residence, chances of a nomad Had to find a home at 17, I gotta go, dad Left my brother early, still dealing with it, so sad He became a G, kept his thoughts inside a notepad I'm up north, stick him up, future style nomads Flies, boot, no task, they shoot me in HD, real life no cast, real life is so sad, yo, strangers clocking from my store, man, niggas hop out, everybody on the flow, man, everybody trap except one nigga show hand, one ain't making, making statements to the foe, man. You are 30 by now and nothing you have done has helped you to escape the trap, but what is worse than that is that nothing you have done and as far as you can tell, nothing yo. you can do. Yo, save yo, your son or your yo, daughter. no G told You can make back money, can't make back time. If it's football numbers, I'm more sure with mine. Gone, nigga ain't been lent since. Word is bond to bail money, they just want their 10%. We guilty and innocent, innocence. And most cents in the dollar go to bread and residence. Till they find you dead, sprinkle crack for the evidence. 45 I hope it's open, 44 other presidents. Let me put it this way. But from a very liberal point of view, the economy, especially of the southern states, 
could not conceivably be what it has become if they had not had and do not still have indeed and for so long so many generations cheap labor blacker than the darkest night before the birth of day my old earth would say wisdom come to work and wait so make them pay they all frito-lay salty chip flips and my saute my wrist flick drain bix in school hallways i face east but never fall prey since loops with pause play i did it god's way i mean my way i mean yahweh i mean y'all pray there's that rumble in the jungle gpc goombaye they miss me like that oh yay and since graduation it's been hard to find the same genius and the dedication Blame the miseducation, fake desegregation Dollar signs of pride divides the whole nation The southern oligarchy Which has until today so much power in Washington And therefore some power in the world Was created by my labor and my sweat And the violation of my women And the murder of my children This, in the land of the free and the home of the brave. And no one can challenge that thing. City, rare city, holla, get your feet lost Stay woke, they broke, still catch your beat toss Stay float, made hopes, dreams, made them lean off They close, they don't, told Peter, speed off Whole beats in this roll leaf Dove deep, they know it's my no sleep They notice my whole bleak Those words, repeat them the whole week Ribs touching, but the plate on swole. The problem was the road from fork to mouth had toes. The problem was a lack of generational wealth. And poor diet put a strain on general health. But the sticky icky and the lack limbs gleam. And I got every pay I dreamed about when I was 16. But I went good as a nod. Praise God while I'm steady on my job. 360 something odd. Accelerate throughout a whole lifetime. Because every realize I'm And I'm having a terrible time managing the trust. You're constantly By the time you are 30, you have been through a certain kind of mill. And the most serious effect of the mill you've been through is again not the catalog of disaster. The policemen, the taxi drivers, the waiters, the landlady, the landlord, the banks, the insurance companies, the millions of details 24 hours of every day, which spell out to you that you are a worthless human being. It is not that. It's by that time you've begun to see it happening in your daughter or your son or your niece or your nephew. 